Welcome to the Eight Weeks to Chat podcast, where we take you from the lowest of lows and bring you to the highest of highs. I am your host, Nick, and I'm here with my esteemed partner, Joe. Let's crack right into it. What is up? We are back. It is Nick. I'm here with Joe. Yo. Uh, this is episode six of the Eight Weeks to Chad podcast. You know what this is about. Uh, this is part two of the 16 Commandments of Poon, where Joe has never heard of Hartiste before. I don't know how, but he has never heard of this. And I just randomly said, let's do a podcast on the 16 Commandments of Poon. He was like, what the fuck is that, Nick? What is this crazy shit you're talking about? And I showed him, and now we're reacting to them live. So we're getting to the juicy parts. This is part two. We are on number nine. Joe, do you want to read off number nine for us? Yeah, okay. So number nine is connect with her emotions. Interesting. Set yourself apart from other men and connect with a woman's emotional landscape. Her mind is an alien world that requires deft navigation to reach your rendezvous. Wow, that's good. Frolic in the surf of emotions rather than the arid desert of logic. Be playful. Employ all your senses. Describe in lush detail scenarios to set her heart afire. Give your feelings freedom to roam. Roam, yes, that is a good word. You're not on a linear path with her. You are roaming all over, taking her on an adventure. In this world, there is no need to finish thoughts or draw conclusions. There is only need to experience. You are grabbing her by her hand. You are grabbing her hand and running with her down an infinite labyrinth alleyway with no end laughing and letting your fingers glide on the cobblestones and cobblestone walls along with, along the way that's beautiful ooh wee that's good that's amazing yep connect with her emotions yeah that that there's well, a you lot you said it all there really yeah it, i mean logic emotion yeah and i think the the notion that like she's not really she's there for the experience as much as she's there for you. If that yeah. makes sense. Like the, the emotional experience that she has with you, that's what she likes. Yeah. Not necessarily you. Uh, that's, and that's a really hard concept to process because again, like what you think is you is kind of, you know, it's, it's not the same. What, what you think is you is not you. And also like what women enjoy about you isn't really you, but the experience they have with you. Yeah. Um, but this means that you can offer them a better experience. You can connect with their emotions. And in this passage, he's talking about when you speak, speak in an emotional way, speak in a way that captivates them and uh, captures their imagination, uh, leads them around. Mm. What say you? Yeah, I would, I mean, I, I would say something that I do quite well. Um, when I'm, when I'm dating women or I'm on a date with a woman is very good at, um, describing how I feel about a situation and then evoking that in her and then connecting with her on that um, you know talking about an experience and then getting her to paint the get, like painting the picture with my words and then speaking about the five senses say, like saying how I um, you know how I could feel what was going on in, in, in that situation and then asking her like what she thinks about that and how she feels about it and then connecting with her on what she feels rather than just having this logical way of telling her a story. Um, 
Yeah, well, episode five, or I'm sorry, episode four of this podcast we did about uh, injecting emotion into conversations. We yeah. talked about this a lot, actually. Um, so if you haven't listened to episode four yet, go back and check it out because we re-recorded because we have a whole episode about how to connect with a girl's emotions. Uh, But yeah, this just goes into it. Uh, He, he, Hartis talks about the importance of it uh, and actually describes it in a very emotional way as well. You're grabbing her hand and running with her down an infinite labyrinth of alleyways with no end. Yeah, this kind of idea that you're both on a journey and that you're like tying it in with not being too predictable. Mm-hmm. That the contrast, the sudden change of direction, is what she'll feel. I mean, yeah. Beyond that, you'll be on like, you know, I've heard about other seduction coaches or pickup artists talk about how, um, you know, they'll intentionally be very, very boring on a date, but then they'll change it, and then she'll feel that massive change in emotion, and it's very. Um, it's, all, it's almost like she, she feels that change in emotion. She doesn't necessarily feel the emotion, but she notices the fluctuation. So it's if you're the just shifts. Yes. If you're constantly crazy, then that's not going to work because that's just, you just get used to that. You're kind of dancing monkey. But if you're flatlined the whole time, that's boring as well. But if you mix it up, yeah. that's powerful. She feels the, the change of the wind, right? Yeah. If you're, like, if you're like mostly strong and like kind of masculine, but then occasionally you act like a little kid joke yeah, around she'll love that, yeah. she loves that yeah yeah um and i like in this one you weird you're just talking about the shifts in emotions yeah and he talks about the emotional journey kind of talking about the movement yeah so that's a really good analogy yeah the, i like the, the imagery of it being like the surf so like the rising of the surf like going along with it um but also being in control so like the balance of it as well like you're on this this you're, you're kind of literally surfing you're surfing that wave of un- unpredictability you're in control but um you know you don't really want to fall off and you don't want to really like lose that control as well it's like you're going with you're going with the flow at the same time as like as it's unfolding um but you're also in control so take you know what make of that what you want but that um that's kind of how i view it in my mind or like i'm on a date or something like i'm just like yep just let it as as it let it unfold i'm not trying to plan anything um if i feel spontaneous i'll be spontaneous if i'm not i'm not right don't make yourself you know don't press yourself too much but um you know in, in terms of emotion you got to think about like i would say like the, the four ones would be like one it's one big sort of crazy display of masculine dominance like pretend you're a lion or like a, a grizzly bear and just be like that's a fun way to close too yeah like do like that the, once like she's like what the fuck occasionally like a really shy girl and that's the way you like that's the way you bang is this like you just kind of like act like a bear and like yeah, rip off yeah. her clothes or something like that have you ever done that like yeah, you're like a yeah. little shy girl and you're just like, rah, rah, rah. And yeah. it's like it's fucking hilarious like in a way and it's like it's it's usually like girls have weird daddy issues but yeah anyways yeah like it's quite funny because I heard someone talk about this and and um, I never thought about it like this before but he's just like with beautiful women it's like it's more powerful to pretend that you're this, this big fat disgusting slob that like slobbers on himself and he's just like this daddy horrible daddy image and he's like you turn yourself on okay. by the fact that you're so disgusting and you're fucking this really know. hot girl which turns you on which then turns them on so you're not in reaction you're literally like monopolizing your own emotions that's, by being this like interesting. crazy fat fucking slob who just slobbers I on himself don't know about that yeah this all. is like a head headspace that you put yourself in right. around beautiful women and then you talk to them from this place it's like 
I know it's crazy, right? It's just, it's yeah, just yeah. a thought experiment. It's different. But it's different. It, it that's interesting. I'm going to try that. Yeah, like imagine you're this old fat man that she's like, right. Daddy, like, why do you have stains on your shirt? And you're just like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm going to adopt that mentality. Turns you on. <laughs> the dirty old man yeah. mentality. Um, Got it. I can't remember who I had that from. It was a comedian that was talking about it. Or like Patrice O'Neill. Sounds like a Patrice O'Neill thing. I can't remember. All right, well, let's, let's continue on. Uh, this one is number 10. It is ignore her beauty. The man who trains his mind to subdue the reward centers of his brain when reflecting upon a beautiful female face will magically transform his interactions with women. His, his, his apprehension and self-consciousness will melt away, paving the path for more honest and self-possessed interactions with the objects of his desire. This is, sorry, the screen blacked out on me. This is one reason why the greatest Lotharios drown in more love than they can handle. Through positive experiences with so many beautiful women, they lose their awe of beauty and, in turn, their powerlessness under its spell. It will help you to acquire the right frame of mind to stop using the words hot, cute, gorgeous, or beautiful to describe girls who turn you on. Instead, say to yourself, she's interesting, or she might be worth getting to know. Never compliment a girl on her looks, especially not a girl you aren't fucking. Turn off that part of your brain that wants to put them on pedestals. Further advanced training to reach this state of unawed zen transcendence is to sleep with many, many attractive women. Try to avoid sleeping with a lot of ugly women if you don't want to regress. Soon, a Jedi lover you will be. <laughs> that's a lover of Jedi. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of. A, yeah, it's alright. It's good. So ignore her beauty. Um, I, I feel. How do you feel about this? Let me know. Um, okay, so. Um, there are as many ways you can take this. Like I think. Um, well, do you agree? Let's let's start with there. Do you agree with it? Ignore her beauty. I completely agree. No, I think, yeah, you've you got to be a realist, right? There are some women that are just going to fucking blow your mind, right? So you've got to know, you got to know that... Uh, okay, where do I start? So you don't want to be hypnotized by her beauty. You don't want to be compromising who you are because she's beautiful. You don't want to be changing your behavior because she's beautiful. I mean, all of that's, 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 that's high hopes because I know what I'm like around beautiful women and I'm even after all these years. Obviously, I think I've definitely... <laughs> I'm just not the same as I was but I still have to be very conscious of when I'm make me very conscious of when I'm how I behave around beautiful women and um, if I try and ignore it then that doesn't really work like I don't want to ignore that she's beautiful I think it's very powerful for me to like be like you're an attractive woman and that kind of takes that pressure off me and I kind of relieve so all you, of that pressure do you express that I don't ignore the fact that she's beautiful do you express it though do you tell her that I won't say she's beautiful I okay. won't trigger it. Like he says, don't see, use the words like yeah. hot. See, don't do these stupid how, words. That's how I took that as. It's not so much that you're like ignoring it to yourself. It's just that you're not expressing it. You're, yeah. not, you're not like using those words attractive. You're not like treating her so much like an attractive woman. Yeah. You're not uh, fawning over her. You're not treating her as special because she looks a certain way. Uh, you're not bringing attention to the fact that she looks a certain way like every other guy does. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's... It's not so much that you yourself are ignoring it. It's just that you're not. Uh, it's more of a behavioral thing is how I took 
that passage. Yeah, like if you're going to compliment a woman, compliment yeah. her on something that she has control over Definitely. as well. Like if she's just got her hair done, like yeah, it looks fucking good. Like other girls are going to be well jealous of you. Look at that girl over there. She doesn't have any hair like you. Like, or like something that, um, or like she's got a new tattoo. Be like, get to the get to the core emotion of what she chose that for. Like what? How does it make her feel? Like things like this, and and you'll just find that you just don't think about her beauty. Like you just see her as someone that's quite unique because she's probably getting this generic bombardment of, yeah, you're a good, you're attractive, you're beautiful, and you just want to stand out a little bit, right? Um, but then you want, to be com- you want to be confident enough to actually express that you find her attractive. Yeah, you don't want to be too, too aloof, but you don't want to be overdoing it, so just do it once, but like, you're an attractive woman. That's it, it's done. Yeah, then you're not, going to be some ma- you're not going to be some friend to friend as well, so you're verbally expressing that you find her attractive. But then just draw the line. Don't do it again. And then she'll kind of want more compliments and, yeah, and chase yeah, you yeah. a little bit. You have to use it as a reward to some extent. Yeah. Um, but don't shower her with compliments. I think you have to be able to show a, like appreciation. Yeah. Appreciation for beauty. Like I think that's part of being a man is enjoying like female beauty, if that makes sense. So like. Yeah, you gotta you gotta appreciate but, like but, a flower, right? Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to be one of those guys who like is in awe. Yeah. Or, um, like you said, acts acts weird. It gets too nervous. Yeah. Uh, and the way to do that, like Hartie says, or his name was Roycey, by the way. I don't think I, I mentioned that earlier. He had a, his pen name. name was Roycey. The blog was Hartiste. Chateau Hartiste. Uh-huh. It was good. Um, but the way to do that, to build that up, is to sleep with a lot of hot girls. Once yeah. you do that, you'll be far less intimidated by... Uh, those girls, you're always gonna, you're always gonna be intimidated by the girls you have no experience with, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like me, I'm no, but but the thing is, here's one thing yeah, as well: yeah. is like, you can also be caught out because if, like, I noticed that that being club promoter for so long as well, I was surrounded by beautiful women, and every now and then one girl would be different because the standard had been raised. Suddenly there'd be this new hot girl, and I and I and I have to, you know you've got to know how to handle it when you're being around a beautiful woman and, and you've got to know like what the signs are that you're changing and you've got to spot that in yourself because you could be around a lot of beautiful women well, and suddenly a new beautiful woman well, comes in and you're like right I can't I can't ignore this I'm going to go for her as well so yeah I'm, maybe I'm overcomplicating it well but. I mean I think at the most basic level like you get guys who like kind of ogle women right Yeah, and exactly, that's an yeah. extreme example of like not ignoring her beauty in fact like focusing on her beauty and like a a way that signals your low value. Um, yeah, see her as like a mate, like friend zone Like See her as like a, so this cute little oh, yeah. bratty girl. No, like that, all yeah. of these funny things that just completely override that fact that she's beautiful. Yeah, well, that's the most, one of the most uh, attractive things you can do with a beautiful woman is look her like deep eye contact yeah. and not staring at her body at all. Yeah, exactly. Because um, yeah. every other guy is like glancing at her chest or glancing at her body, glancing at her hips, glancing at her fucking neck or some shit like that. And if you just... Like, are the guy that does the deep eye contact? She never catches you glancing at her body at all. Yeah, she's gonna, she's almost gonna see it as this challenge, right? Yep. And uh, it, one, you're gonna stand out from the other guys. Well, you'll stand out more. The more beautiful she is, the more yeah. you'll stand out. It's like the, the stakes are so high because the more that you can actually keep it together, <laughs> the, the the you realize that um, that she actually was like, fuck, this guy's different. 
Yeah. Even more so because most guys are probably doing the same thing. They're probably, you know, she'll even spot guy, a really beautiful woman can spot when a guy is like trying to play it cool as well. So it's a bit of a, it's a tricky thing, you know. Well, yeah. I guess any other ways to, to make it, any other ideas when it comes to ignoring her beauty? Um, huh. Yeah, like, if you're going to tease or you're going to compliment, move, move it on fast. Say it and then move on. Throw and go, I'll call it. Throw and go. Yeah, like, say it and then move on. Change the, con- change the subject. Don't, like, linger and wait for the yeah, response. I think that goes both ways, yeah. yeah. Um, Teasing and... And we've talked about that a lot, like saying things and then moving on, saying things yeah. in passing. It kind of sticks in their unconscious more or subconscious more. Still registers without it really like looking try hard. Yeah. Yeah. Get into the habit of doing that and get to the point where you're comfortable to do that. Yeah. So I would say like for the most part, yeah, ignore her beauty, but also be able to be appreciative occasionally with yeah. beautiful women. Um, yeah. You want to be able to like have that slight bit of vulnerability. But again, like. You know, going back to the golden ratio too, you don't want to shower her with compliments, obviously. Here's another thing I should have just thought about this as okay. well, is like, um, don't just speak to just beautiful women, like approach women in general. Yeah. And like appreciate things in women. Gotcha. And um, it'll just take the sting out, you know, it'll, it'll dilute that because you can then appreciate like small mannerisms, um, just small feminine qualities in women, even if they really aren't that feminine. And just just look for it. You'll see it. You're right. Just, <laughs> women are women, right? Maybe they've been tainted by society or whatever. But Jesus, like, if you really spend enough time with some women, there's something cute little things they do. And I'm very like, I'm very, I urge a lot of people that I speak to about this. It's like, don't just put women on a pedestal for that reason. Yeah. Um, and the best way to do that is by sort of diluting your own filter by speaking to a lot of women and after huh. a while you don't really you don't notice okay i guess it's probably the, but gotcha and i, I would lot. say like we'll also like screen for qualities beyond looks yeah, right that's another point yeah uh, <laughs> don't i don't know i mean i think that's kind of self-evident for me but i don't know I, there's guys are all all over the place with that right some guys like will scrape the bottom of the barrel with regard to looks you know yeah. like they'll sleep with just about anything other guys like will ignore terrible personality traits if she has okay looks but i would say yeah that's part of like ignoring her her beauty is looking for qualities beyond her looks like is she actually a sort of person that you would get along with if she was ugly that's, that's a probably a good good that's good yeah i mean a lot of, of the girls are actually fucking you can get some pretty pretty broken women you know they're pretty um they're pretty hard to be around and they've just basically been relying on their looks and their actual personalities or their values, I guess, is the best way to put it, isn't it? It's just their values. Is that, do you want to be in alignment with that person's values? Um, or are you going to compromise because she's got good looks and, and why should that change your behavior? So there's probably a really good analogy, but I can't think of one. But basically, if she's a bad person, like... Well, it, the other thing is, like, if, if, if you are only... Uh, complimenting her and like rewarding her for her looks she'll just she'll respond by only by giving you more of her looks and she'll like ignore aspects of her personality and like but on the other hand like if if you balance it out right if you like show appreciation for how sexy she is uh, occasionally you know like not overdoing it again but also like like expressing appreciation for things she does that you like yeah much more powerful and she's gonna like 
have a better personality around you, right? Like, yeah. So you want to, you definitely want to be, like I said, screening for those other qualities. Um, I mean, so many times I've, I've like really chased after a girl, type of girl. Yeah. Got her and then kind of like spent time with her and been like, oh, really, I wish I was, wasn't, wasn't with this girl. Yeah, that happens like, a lot. based on her looks. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. All right, so the next one is... Let's see, number... I'll let you read this one. Number 11. Number 11. Oh, this one's good. Be irrationally self-confident, no matter what your... Okay, no matter what your station in life, stride through the world without apology or excuse. It does not matter if objectively you are not the best man a woman can get what matters is that you think and act like you are women have a dog's instinct for uncovering weakness in men don't make it easy for them self-confidence warranted or not triggers submissive emotional responsive responses in women irrational self-confidence will get you more pussy than rational defeat defeatism yeah so like yeah what would you want to say on that if you go for it you go ahead yeah like um uh, what was like the, the the thing back in the day that, like, um, yeah, like complete narcissism, like the god superiority game, like my my sort of role play that I'm god, that everyone knows me, that I'm famous. Dude, yeah, um, I've seen guys run this game and it's hilarious to watch. It's easy to do it, though. That's it, the thing. Girls are it, from the outside looking in, it looks so terrible. Yeah, but girls are so captivated by it. One time I saw. I, I was at a club and I saw this guy like talking to two girls and he literally said, you guys, you guys are so lucky to have met me. Yeah. All the other guys here are such chodes. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like, That's I, of course I didn't like stand around, like listen to his conversation, but like, I was just like, yeah, that was like the most narcissistic, like fully yourself thing to say, thing to say, but you could just see the look on her faces. Like they, they weren't like totally buying it, but they were like, okay, they gave him a chance. They're like, all right, what's going on here? Like, so it was it was a very interesting little dynamic at play. What's, what say you with that? Yeah, you can just, I mean, the more you subvert the reality of it, the more ridiculous it is. But like yeah, he yeah. says, that she can't tell the difference. Like the subconscious can't tell the difference no. either. It just hears, oh my God, I'm so, like, I'll be like, oh my God, so handsome. Most handsome you've ever seen. Oh my God, look at this perfect jawline. Look at that. And she'll be like, what are you, what are you talking about? No, it isn't. I'm like, perfection, perfection. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's hilarious. Yeah, and then you can just like, like over overdo it and and um uh, yeah i used to have a friend that used to do this and uh he'd be like talk about himself in the third person okay and he'd be like doing a running commentary on himself and um he'd be like look at the king king his, his name's gary king gary everyone must bow down king gary oh my god everyone finds king gary hilarious doesn't matter king gary. and he just talk like that like King Gary, look at the way she looks at King Gary. Can't handle him. Can't handle King Gary. And be like, and he'd be like, and everything he says is funny. And he'd be like, ah ha ha ha. And and he says like, he needs like a canned laughter box. So people, so even when they don't even get the joke, he presses the canned laughter box. It's like, ha ha. Interesting. Yeah, okay. like I was fucking crying because he's saying this to his girlfriend. Gotcha. So but she's just like, oh shut up, you're not the king. He's like, King Gary doesn't listen to peasants. Nice, nice. Just pure narcissism, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny yeah. thing is, he way he was is like everything he believed. He literally believed that about himself. So he was really like, yeah. Is um, 
It's good. It's a good, good little. Uh... <laughs> nice. Okay. So in terms of irrational self-confidence, yeah, I would totally agree with that. Like, um, I'm trying to think of like a good example of something I do. I don't know. Like, um, yeah, you can just overdo everything. Like I, I used to just get out of the shower. Like my ex-girlfriend, I've just broke up with her. But I used to get out of the shower and like, like wave my dick at her and be like, look at that. It's the best thing you've ever seen. It's perfection. You know, like just, and she'd be like, oh my God, oh no. But she would just carry on watching. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it'd be like purely just silly, but she don't know the difference. Like that's going to stay in her mind, like that imagery. I, okay. So something I do with my girlfriend now is I'll, uh, I'll try to get her to like talk about what her friends do with their boyfriends but then I'll be like, so did you tell your friends about that one thing we did? You know, like that I fucked you outside yeah, or something yeah. like that. And she'll be like, no. I'm like, why not? You're supposed to make your friends jealous. Like, you know, they're all your friends are going to be jealous of all the stuff I do with you that their boyfriends don't do it with them. Like, yeah, so yeah. I'll, like, I'll even like, like com- make comparisons of my, about how much better I am and our sexes compared to her friends and their boyfriends. Yeah. And of course I have to follow through, you know, like it wouldn't work if like sex was lame or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have any ex- great examples of, like, extreme, extreme narcissism, but I would say that's one thing I do, like, to to talk myself up in a funny way. Or I'll, like, say that a lot. I'll be like, like, oh, people must be so jealous of you that you're dating me. Like, you're so lucky to date me. <laughs> like, things yeah. like that. But you can do it as you go around, like, during the day, be like, look at these people, so lucky to be around me. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, nice, nice. Look at the way I wash my hands perfection just look at this 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 yeah like everything's just ridiculous like oh so handsome just they should pay me to come here like you just do this dialogue in your head all the time and yeah it's ridiculous but you know the subconscious don't hear any different it's just like I do this a lot I I do it a lot I'm like yeah and after a while you believe it yeah I mean it's delusional I'll I'll do that a lot like if if a girl doesn't like the way I'm doing something I'll like say it's the best way to do something like if it's driving or something like that you're like no this is the best way to drive I'm a perfect driver you know like weaving through fucking traffic or some bullshit like that yeah I think you do like when women uh, criticize you you that's like you have to have that irrational self-confidence I'm right I'm always right even when I'm wrong I'm right. right yeah I think the other thing like I said this to my girlfriend the other day she was like she was we had a little she was pouting about something and I called her baby and she's like I'm not your baby and I was like no baby you're always my baby yeah like forever forever even if we break up and you have a new boyfriend you're still my baby <laughs> forever yeah like you're never gonna not be my baby and just like and I think that's like that's kind of dark psychological stuff as well like yeah yeah like possessing her future yeah, <laughs> like her future gonna, mental always state always gonna be always gonna be in her mind from now on uh, no, but but uh, but just yeah, having that irrational self confidence goes pretty far um, in life as well. Like, it's better to. It depends on the situation. Like, obviously, like depending on like the power dynamic, but you're better off like kind of like assuming, uh, taking a uh, a confident posture about yeah. life, assuming things will go well. Uh, well, yeah, assuming visualization, like just seeing yourself looking, as the shit. Yeah, like, I'm the greatest. Classic Muhammad Ali. Like, so he said that before he'd even had a professional fight, right? So that's just the way you've got to be, right? You've got to see yourself like that. You know, it's just it's classic stuff. It's, it all comes down to that. You know, that that thoughts are things. What you think about you are, you will be, right? It's just and just women respond to it in general yeah, as definitely. well. Uh, just because I mean, confidence is 
kind of like that honest signal of success. Like people aren't, people usually have a reason to be confident, to act confident, right? Yeah. So like women see confidence and they assume there's success. success That's a backstory, right? Yeah. yeah, to back it up. Um, and you know, they, they, they're intrigued, uh, especially if you're not, yeah, they're intrigued, they're attracted to it and whatnot. But let's continue on. Next one is uh, number 12, maximize your strengths says and minimize your weaknesses in the betterment of ourselves as men we attract women into our orbit to accomplish this gravitational pull as painlessly and efficiently as possible you must identify your natural talents and shortcomings and parcel your efforts accordingly if you are a gifted joker don't waste your time and effort trying to raise up your status in philosophical debate if you write well but dance poorly don't kill yourself trying to expand your manly influence on the dance floor. Your goal should be to attract women effortlessly. So play to your strengths no matter what they are. There is a groupie for every male endeavor, except World of Warcraft. So maybe even in that last one. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so maximize your strengths, minimize your weaknesses. What do you think? Yeah, I would I say kind of, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a bit vague, isn't it? I mean, what are you gonna be? Sh- what are you gonna? I that's just one of those things, that's like like good life advice. Yeah. In my opinion, like that's what you want to do, anyways. Um, you I, like, I like the advice. What you can't fix, you feature. Yeah. So yeah, that's very well. We're all bald, so it's very <laughs> yeah, useful like you, for us. Um, yeah, exactly. You don't really. I guess. Uh, well. So Play to your strengths. Like you're a funny guy. We've got to balance it out. You don't want to be just a funny guy, right? But then, well, like I, I think what happens what was a good way to balance it out, though, is if you if you're the funny guy, then you balance it out with kind of like the opposite feature, just a little bit. Yeah. So you, maybe like if you're the funny guy, you'd have like extremely serious every now and then. Well, almost like a, like a brokenness or a darkness to you or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like. Um, that's a, or like if you're extremely, like I said earlier, if you're extremely like masculine, uh, being a little bit childish every now and then, yeah. or if you have a very, like, uh, if you look very young, then also, I guess this would kind of be a complimentary characteristic, but also being like very mischievous, um, is a good way to go about it. As far as, but also like, there's so many things that are under your control. Obviously, like going to the gym um, would be maximize. You're you're a guy, right? You're you're naturally designed to have bigger muscles than women, yeah. so you need to maximize that strength. Um, in terms of like minimizing weaknesses, you know, find identifying your weak, your your blind spots, uh, the things where you are, the areas in life where you are weak. While you might never excel in those areas making sure that they're not holding you back yeah um you know you might not you might just have like you might be the sort of person who's not um i'm trying to think about personality trait like maybe you're not very extroverted right maybe you're an extremely introverted person that's fine and everything but you still need to be like make yourself accustomed to take talking to people occasionally mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a way that's comfortable um you know, you don't have to become like the fucking central. Like, you don't have to go to parties every weekend. Nah, exactly. you, don't have to, you don't have to do night game, 
but you just need to become comfortable in groups of group settings to some degree like in spontaneous situations um and as far as maximizing your strengths go i mean everybody has everybody has like unique things about them and a lot of times it's a people like the the rough edges right yeah you don't like it's like the imperfections that draw us to people the little imperfections so it's almost like it's it's good to feature those and in terms of our personalities like it's good to as you say like turn your personality up to 11 like yeah so you like become a cartoon version of yourself a a little bit like when like i wouldn't say because there's good and bad aspects of yourself yeah but you want to find those most the most attractive aspects of yourself and turn those up right yeah um Another another really good exercise I would do is like if you do if there is some activity that you're very confident in doing when you're in field or when you're talking to women thinking about that activity right yeah so and then like the emotion kind of carries over I guess I would go with the last one be irrationally self confident but um, you state but the thing he says mentions like Warcraft it's like guys guys that you know play that. Um, you know the way they are when they're like playing let's say playing video games online they are completely themselves they're like fucking hell yeah like just be like that imagine you're doing that something you love and just translate that into actually having the passion to speak to people um like you said you know you're, you're doing something that you you love and you, you're passionate about imagine you're doing that right because that's when you're yourself as it were yes very much so um what is the next one? Let's. What's it say? Err. Uh, so what number are we? 11, 13. We are on, yes, number 13. Err. Uh, on the side of too much boldness rather than too little. Touching a woman inappropriately on the first date will get you further with her than not touching her at all. <laughs> Okay. Don't let a woman's faux indignation at your boldness sway you. They secretly love it when a man aggressively pursues what he wants and makes his sexual intentions known. You, do, you don't have to be an arsehole, but if you have no choice, being an inconsiderate arsehole beats being a polite beater every time. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much... Um, there's no he's not really messed about there has he he's definitely been bold with what he's saying but i've i've not really ever been i've never really regretted being bold with women i've i've blown out like dates and sets from being too bold but i don't yeah. regret it like, i regret not doing it i definitely regret not doing it for sure um i but i think what happens is guys who are new they don't really understand like uh, an escalation ladder yeah so they go from like 0 to 0 to 9 yeah yeah they'll like be sitting like like they'll be sitting like like we're sitting right next to each other like obviously like we're sitting like not engaged in a romantic way at all and then like the guy will like go lunch for the kiss sort of thing yeah so i mean i guess that's that's a a step maybe like i guess that i guess like if you're a guy you only know where the line is if you cross it yeah but but like i would still agree with hartiste in that situation or roycey that more boldness is better than not enough. Yeah. It's better to get that blowout, that harsh rejection, um, than it is to just sit there, uh, and not take action. Uh, yeah, I would always say like err on the side of boldness, be t- more bold rather than timid. Um, you'll get so much more further. You'll, 
you'll definitely screen out a lot of the the no girls really quick like if you're being yeah. bold uh, which is which is great like in a way like why would you want to waste time with a girl who has like you know some girls some girls also have like weird hang-ups about sexuality as well like i've gone on dates with a girl like where i sit next to her and she's like why are you sitting next to me and i'm like what do you mean like i just want to sit next to you she's like i don't like that i'm not comfortable and i'm like okay and i like ended the date really quick but um yeah you're gonna have to undo a lot of bullshit to get to the yeah why why, why yeah, would i want like, right? that's this one girl she's got right? a hang up about being sexual she has a hang up about yeah physicality and physical mm. like closeness um but but the point is like if i'm being too polite i'm not going to figure that out until like i've wasted fucking an hour or whatnot um so it's better to have that little bit of boldness right off the bat I would say with opening too, right? Like it's better to open strong rather than to open weak. Yeah. You open strong, you hook the set faster and you hook the set more. And then you have to put in less energy afterwards to keep the set moving versus you open weak. And it's like you, you struggle to get it hooked. And then it's like constantly trying to keep their attention. And it like really establishes, like puts you more in like a chasing frame. If you, if you open weak and then have to struggle to get the hook. Versus you open strong, um, the girl stops, and then you can kind of have like a normal conversation. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, definitely opening strong. I mean, you got to set the you got to set the rhythm early. If you're if you're waiting to be bold, you go and approach, and then you're going to do something bold. Like you got to go in with that inner commitment. You got to say to yourself, the way this is going to go is going to be like play to win. You know, you mm. got to play to win. You can't play to not lose and go in and be like, oh, okay eventually she'll give me the opportunity it's like no but i like to um i like to have that commitment of of the approach go in strong eye to contact maybe a handshake that depends touch on the shoulder introduce me to your friends engage the friends um i'll speak to everyone in the group i won't necessarily speak to her like the one that i want to fuck um i will spread out that you know that spread out that that i'll give out the love evenly and then I'll give her the opportunity to chase me as well. So it's not like a complete, like I'm, I'm completely committing and giving her everything. But at the same time, it's done early. And I'm, it, it's done, it's done, it's done in my head as I go about my day. The, you know, that's the way you got to see it. You got to see it as, you can't just be this, now I'm going to make my big move. I don't think that's what it means here. I think it, it means that you might as well go in committed, knowing you're probably maybe getting rejected. But if you half step, you're probably going to get rejected. Yeah, half-stepped approach. You have to get real rejections. Real rejections. It's what we used to call back in the day a real man's rejection. It's where you yeah. go up and you're literally like, hey, how you doing? You're attractive. Or whatever. Go direct. And then it's like, lay it on the line. Now, you, it all comes down to vibe, right? You could be like pouring into her where you're like, please work. And she feels that. Or it's like, no, nah, you go in, you're going strong, but it's, it's, you're not pouring into her and she meets you halfway. That's probably the best way to. Yeah, to I would say like usually like I think it, what what it comes down to is eventually guys get tired of getting like the really uh, tepid responses from girls. We were talking about this today when we recorded that episode about uh, friend zone, right? Yeah. Um, or like what I what I hate is whenever you do the approach and you get like the well, it was nice to meet you, yeah. and then like because you weren't so uh, so half stepped, yeah, so like too indirect. Like you, it was like you wanted something, but you weren't going, you were indirect, too indirect about it. Um, that you get the really like polite rejections, which I fucking hate, right? Yeah. Rather get like the, the no, 
no, I'm not going to give you my phone. I'd rather get like a girl that was like, no, I'm not giving you my social media. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, a red girl, lights are better. Yeah, then a girl who was like, oh well, it was nice to meet you, like, and then like just politely rejecting you. I'd rather, yeah, and you do that by being a little bit bold. Um, yeah. Mm. Next one is number fourteen. Fuck her good. Fuck her like it's your last fuck. And hers. Fuck her so good, so hard, so wantonly, so pro or whatever that word is, that <laughs> she has left a quivering, sparking mass of shaking flesh and sex fluids. Drain her of everything, then drain her some more. Kiss her all over, make love to her all night, and hold her close in the morning. Own her body, own her gratitude, own her love. If you don't know how, learn to give her squirting or orgasms. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would just say that's like you got to have strong D game. Yeah. Um, that's like a whole other topic. I mean, nobody really makes D game products or that's kind of something you can't have on YouTube. Um, but it is important. Like fuck a good what I do. Um, this is a good technique you can do. Um, gentle tug of the hair when you are in a position where you know she wants to fuck as well but don't fuck her straight away you've got to build it up and foreplay doesn't mean necessarily like playing with her clit and shit that's later that's actually that for me that's actual sexual intercourse because you're actually physically turning her on you want to have it in her head that she's gagging for it and you're just teasing her and then she'll come but then another part of this is that she needs to let go she needs to let go of all of this social conditioning um so you need to establish with her very early what she can what you can say to her like a lot of boundaries are really good and if you stay within those boundaries she can let go within those boundaries so you can say can I call you this can I call you this and then when you're fucking I'll be like yeah you fucking slut you fucking love it another one like I heard this a long time ago is like a lot of the time is that a woman basically she's she's so conditioned to not let go when it comes to like her pussy that basically when a woman lets go and she comes she squirts all she's literally doing is she's pissing yeah. Now, I know that sounds disgusting, but basically, what you're doing is you're 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 just training a woman basically to just completely trust you, completely go in with you. So this takes a lot of presence, this takes a lot of trust, this takes a lot of um, setting the tone. But it all comes down to anticipation. It all comes down to like touch every part of her body, let it build up, slow, and then go fast, then slow. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I fucked a lot of women, and and I really believe now that I'm like make any girl come. <laughs> and I'm yeah, I'm like I think that. It, it took a time it took a long time but you, when you understand this conceptually and you understand this artistically rather than logically then you start to see that when you fuck a woman it isn't just about the feeling of it going in and that's what a lot of guys do they just shove it in and shove it in yeah look I, I've done that as well right but when you see things along these terms like when you see things like when you paint a picture like this you'll start to make women calm because it's like you're present with her be really like look into her eyes when you're fucking her yeah, like, really yeah, fucking that's... slow and really like Actually, one thing I disagreed with this, it was like, own her body, own her gratitude, own her love. Yeah, that's great and all, but like, um, yeah, yeah, you definitely have to like have that dominance and like be the owner of her body. Yeah. Um, but I think more importantly, you have to own her mind yeah. for good sex to happen. Like that's, that's really where the good sex happens. Isn't so much in like the physical stimulation and no. that's, that's definitely important too, right? Um, yeah, you combine it with that. I think it's really potent. But like it's, gentle tugs, gentle tugs of the leg, like grab her ass and just pull it towards you, and then look at her like you, you, like you're gonna swear at her, and then just be like soft eye contact. Like 
balance it out. Like it just, it just. That's the great thing about sex is like. Oh man, there's so yeah, there's so, so much. So many like, you can do. Yeah. yeah, so much stuff you can do. Keep it varied. Um, like a lot of the things. Like what I like to do is like start out really slow and like, um, like just barely stick it in. Just be like not yet, not yeah, yet, yeah. and then pull it back out, and then a little bit more, not yet, and then just like you do that deep thrust. And then you like no, not yet, not yet. Like not, not, not yet. You're you're not good enough. Or then you make them do things for it, right? Yeah. Like, um, what did I do with my girlfriend the other day? I was like, I made her fucking say like. Uh, I think it was just something stupid. It was like, like I like to get girls to talk during sex, right? And sometimes you have to train them to do it, um, and sometimes you have to break through a little bit of resistance to get them to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, some girls naturally do it, other girls don't. Uh, but what was I, I was like. Um, I was just like, who's my baby? Something like that. Yeah. And then I was just trying to get her to say like, I am me, me. Um, and you know, like you kind of withhold sex to get them to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one thing. There's like, yeah, I would say like vary it up too. like in terms of fucking or well, you don't want to be doing the same thing all the time. Like what I um, noticed with a lot, a lot of English dominance. girls is that they've got this hang up on about, about being, um, being perfect and having this high level of social etiquette so them just saying oh yeah just fuck me turns them on but you can take it further like i know i like heard a friend of mine was just saying like i say you work in mcdonald's and i just get abused every day yeah abuse me like i work in mcdonald's i'm like a piece of shit and it's like jesus yeah weird. and it, it makes them come really hard because they're just they're just so used to this dark they're, they're, it's basically it's just got a lot to, to do with in integration and it's got a lot to do with them, what they're repressing and what they're holding on to. And when they just, oh, it feels so good to just like not have to be perfect. So they, they use the sex as that like, that release. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a funny role play, right? But um, the good, there's a, there's that bit in um, Parasite. I don't know if you've seen Parasite, but. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, but the, um, the ending where she's like, sell drugs to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of like the same premise, isn't it? It's just like. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's a good point. And he talks like he, I mean, he puts it in pretty graphic language. He's like, fuck her so good, so hard, so wantonly, so profligately that she is left quivering, yeah, is sparking mass of shaking flesh and sex fluids. I think that's a really like, <laughs> like when like you're fucking them so hard that their eyes roll to the fucking back of their head and yeah. shit like that. Or like, like my girlfriend's really bad about this. She'll like fucking say stop during the middle of sex, but she doesn't want me to stop. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, she's, that like, she's like, stop, stop. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I'm like, I, you know, I'm not going to stop because they'll just disappoint her. Um, you know, you have to fuck her harder at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, man, my neighbors are probably like, I'm going to get white knighted at some point yeah. with like one of my fucking neighbors coming up. But, um, yeah, like you, have, you, have to, you have to, you have like, to entertain that dark shit. Like, yeah, exactly. to, I mean, I made that video. I don't know if I put it out. I, I do have a video on YouTube. It's unlisted. Um, you have to find the link somewhere, like join one of the private groups, but, um, it's about pushing women's boundaries and how you have to be the guy who gets them to do stuff that they don't do with other, yeah. other guys. And what a lot of that is based on like, like dominance right yeah um you just have to like you kind of have to set it up so that it's i mean obviously uh, it's good for them right yeah but you have to you you said it earlier like that foreplay has to be like pretty long right like yeah. you have to i i mean even like whenever you go out with a girl th think about it from the beginning like from hello how can you start to establish like a sexual vibe and not just with a girl who is like the first or second day you can do this with your girlfriend too right like you you pick up your girlfriend like 
kind of from the beginning start to build that that kind of like dominance and that sexual vibe with her yeah um and then you know it leads to really great sex in the evening or you know 15 minutes however long it takes you to fuck her after you pick her up um yeah when you think along these terms when you actually like go out and meet women you'll actually have this sub this 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 invisible contract when you know that a good woman finds you attractive and you can just sort of play along with it and sort of tease her with it. This is a little bit more like down the line when, when, when you're like down the line on your journey. But when I know and I've got a girl interested in me and I can start teasing her a little bit and, and teasing and playing along with this, it all begins with that imagination in like the beginning. Like, say you go out, you go to a bar, there's a group of women there and, and, and you, you, approach, you approach them, but you are the one that they look to. They're the one that they kind of, um, you are the, 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 the sort of the, the dominant energy, the masculine energy they turn to. And they feel it really quickly, women. They're, they're very, very, they're very acute to this. But if you spread your attention, that one woman will start ch to chase you. And that's where I think, if you, if you view it this way, the foreplay begins there. Um, and view the whole, like, the whole seduction is then the foreplay. So, yeah, pretty deep way of looking at it. But um, the more you do this, the more results you get, the more you realize, like, Women start fucking you from the very beginning. They, they're they're mm. fucking with their mind. They're fucking with you. You know, it's all part of their, like, tapestry, like he says. It's all part of that build-up. Yeah. It's amazing. It, yeah, everything is sex. Like, for her, like, everything is has this shade of sex to it um, in the sense that she's, like, evaluating the experience of what it could be. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we're, we're going pretty long on this one, but these are, these are super deep. There's two more. Uh, next one is maintain your or maintain your state control it says you are not you're you are an oak tree you will not yeah. be manipulated by crying yelling lying head games sexual withdrawal jealousy ploys pity plays shit tests hot cold hot cold disappearing acts or guilt trips she will rain and thunder all around you and you will shelter her until her storm passes you will not drag or she will not drag you into her chaos or uproot you, etc., etc., etc. You have, you will have mastery over her. When you have mastery over yourself, you will have mastery over her. That's oh, deep, yeah. yeah. Same as like, um, I think a lot of the, the the points will just lead up to that, don't they? So like being on your purpose, yeah. Narcissistic self chat can help that. Um, being being grounded, being present. You know, I used to have, I used to date a girl. Um and she was bipolar and she used to just flip out for no reason and I, I soon learned that I just I just couldn't cope with her storm like he says and, and there was no point in me getting involved so I used to just stop talking and just stare at her like be present I used to just immediately start meditating and immediately just like watch it unfold because there's nothing I could do like there's nothing you could do to like you couldn't respond um it just sounds like a terrible situation. Ah, it was bad, man. It was bad. She was, she, but th but that's it. She was so beautiful that that, that was back in the day. No, when I was like, I, I just thought I like could eventually fix her, and gotcha. um, in the end we broke up. But it was a long time. It was a long See, time ago. Mine was mine was different. It was kind of like the opposite of this, where like you had kind of like one of those codependent relationships, which is entirely the opposite of this, where like instead of. Uh, you not being manipulated by the crying, yelling, lying, head game, sexual withdrawal. You are manipulated by it. Yeah. Uh, or like where each of your states are dependent on the other person. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, so like the, so he, Royce is saying maintain your state control. The opposite of that is essentially like where your state is dependent on the other person. Yeah, that's what yeah. you don't want to do. 
Um, so I guess some ways to maintain your state control. What are those? Like you said, meditation. Meditation. Yeah. What else? Well, I mean, not necessarily in the case with if you're with a, you know, don't date bipolar chicks. That's like a good. No, don't do that. <laughs> you know, well, all you the all the meditation in the world isn't going to help you with that. No. Uh, but what are some other ways that you can maintain your state control as it comes to game? Um, Breathing, focus your breathing. Breathing, yeah, presence. Uh, You can focus on the feelings at the bottom of your feet Mm -hmm. when you're in field. I do that a lot. Like if I'm uh, in field, I just focus on like the the feeling of the ground underneath my feet. If I do need to shift my emotions really quick, a lot of times I'll jump and then the impact from hitting the ground, I kind of use that to like break the emotions. Um, There's a lot you can do like anchors. But the thing is, the big sort of mindset around this is basically we're conditioned to um, always get emotions from people. We're conditioned to get. We're always like, entertain me, feed me, consume, like just consume, consume. And it's like, no, if you want to feel good, you have to go first. So state control, the ultimate state control is to know that you have control over your emotions, i.e. if you want to feel happy, just start thinking about things you feel happy about. Start thinking about things that you're passionate about. Start, start jumping, start singing. You know, you go first. You may not necessarily feel it, but you have to go first. Stop looking to your environment. Stop looking to women, especially, mm. to make you feel good. Um, it's a classic. Like guys I've coached over the years, like they'll go out. She was boring. It's like, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. You're boring. Like you say something, right? I wouldn't say that to them, obviously, but <laughs> you um, should. I would. I'm a terrible coach. Like yeah, that. but that's the thing. It's like they're they're so conditioned to believe that they get something. What's the like win yeah. win win lose? Right? Well, guys are like this with like fun, right? They're like, well, that's not fun. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's, you're not fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, you got to love you're, the you're coming, so you're, low. You're coming into the situation like, give me the fun. Yeah. Give me the fun. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think that's, you have to do this, apply it the same way with women. Like, you have to be the source of good emotions. You can't depend on her for anything. Yeah. Let alone good emotions, especially not leading it towards sex, right? Like, Unless, unless it's like a yes girl who like for some whatever reason is like fascinated by you, she's not gonna move it towards sex. That's on you. Um, but going back to the point, like you have to be the source of the good emotions. And in order to do that, you have to be able to control your own state and not dependent on God knows what. It's the most powerful thing you can learn through game. It's like you learn. I think that's the most amazing skill you can learn, because you soon have this shift where you realize I'm really in a lot more control than I thought I was. Like you go through the day, you're in a bit of a funk and you soon realize that you can snap out of it. You can literally change your state, you can change your thought, you can change the way you see the world and then the world you see changes. Um, and it's a really fucking powerful skill. Like me and my friends back in London, what we would go out to these fucking high-end nightclubs and a lot of time we just realize like, let's just fuck around, let's just have a laugh. Like we'd have a jo- we just ignore the women, we just joke around ourselves, lower the bar for what's funny. And there were mm. times when I was like barely laughing like to the point where I just, just so ridiculous. And a lot of my friends, like, they just realized this as well. And we found that that was the most powerful way to attract women because they'd be drawn in and be like, what? you know, it's just classic. Like, what's the, what's the joke? I want to join in as well. Um, but it came from being going from this, constantly doing this, like going to a club, being nervous, and then realizing I was in control. Rather than being the effect, being at the effect of the environment, I realized, like, no, 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 you've got to be at the effect of the environment. You've got to be the one that's, like, putting it on the environment rather than the world is putting it on you and you're yeah. just like, oh, I'm helpless. It's like, no, no, you have a lot more control than you think. And, and women will teach you this. Like, that's a great thing about going and approaching women. 
Right? It's the most powerful skill you can learn. Not for the fact you can get women when you want. That's not the point. It's about it's about like you are literally the I don't know the creator. You're the fucking you are God in a way, right? You are you are literally monopoly monopolizing your emotions. Um, I love it. I'm fucking passionate about it. That's one of my favorite things about games. Just that that feeling of like yeah, I created this. I feel so good, and it's from nothing. The alchemist, right? Nice. That's it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, last one. Last uh, one. I thought that was it. No, we have one oh, more. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says, never be afraid. This is number 16. The 16th commandment Commandment of... 16. What is it? It's, this is, just to go over, let you guys know, this is Chateau Hartiste at hartiste.org. Uh, the 16 commandments of Poon. Orgy. Oh, man. All right. Number 16 is, never be afraid to lose her. You must not fear. Fear is the love killer. Fear is the ego triumph that brings abject loneliness. You will face your fear. You will permit it to pass over and through you. And when your ego fear is gone, you will turn and face your lover. And only your heart will remain. You will walk away from her when she has violated your integrity. And you will let her walk when her heart is closed to you. She who can destroy you controls you. Don't give her that power over yourself. Love yourself before you love her. So the point was, never don't be, af- be. Yeah, don't be afraid to lose her. Like, don't be afraid to let her walk. What do you think? I mean, it just sums all of it up, doesn't it? Really, it's like you tie in all of those other seventeen, fifteen um, commandments, then you're not going to be really that worried if if you lose her. But this comes back to like the paradigms of codependence, independence, and then interdependence. And it's like the idea that, yeah, you, you, you make something amazing together, but you can leave and you can go and find that with somebody else. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And she's going to be okay as well. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, fuck, she's going to, you know, um, a very scarce mm. way of looking at it is like mm. you're. I'm very egotistical. I'm like, no, I was the best lover she ever had. She's always yeah. going to be missing me for the rest of her life. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah but I'll be okay, but I know she will always, I'll remember her always as well. Oh, yeah, you're always gonna have that feeling of like, oh, fuck, like, she, she, yeah. Well, so I, just, I, I think that, I just, like, you're, 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 I guess the healthiest way to look at it would be that just let her go, right? Just, just whatever. Like, just well, the relationship, relation, the, the biggest thing, I find it very hard to break up with girls. I actually find it harder to break up with girls than be dumped. And, probably, I, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm, you know, I just haven't had a girl break up with me for a long time. So I haven't been in many, many relationships in the last three or four years. But breaking up with a girl like, recently, I was just like, I had to really look, look at it and be like, why am I so worried about doing this? And I just thought, well, it's not about me. It's, I'm just more worried about like, how upset she's going to be. But then I was like, no, no, she's going to be okay. So yeah, when you really yeah, flip it, so I can't even remember what the, what is the commandment? I've completely like it confused is, myself. Uh, don't be afraid to let her walk. Don't be afraid to let her leave. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's fine. Of yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that, that yeah that sums it up. You. Um, I mean, my my perspective is that girls come and go. Um, yeah. It's part of life, um, and you should be as present and as best as you can be in the moment without putting a whole lot of pressure on the future. Um, you know, don't don't put, place a lot of demands and expectations on the future. Um, and you know, if she does go, if you're the sort of guy who's like, okay, I'm okay with that, then 
I mean, at least you have your respect at that point. Like, you have your self-respect. She respects you. Um, you don't want to be the guy who's, like, chasing after a, a... Well, first of all, you don't want to be in that position where she's, like, left you and then you're still chasing after her and it's just a yeah, lost you cause. Draw the line. But, you, but you don't want to be in a relationship where you're afraid to lose her either yeah. because she's going to walk all over you at that point. Um, and that's... I mean, that's the, I mean, th- this is a whole can of, I mean, this is a, a topic in and of itself. Like yeah, why, yeah. uh, the warning signs of relation, like where the relationship is going wrong is like emotional blackmail or if she's threatening to leave you, um, um, that's a fucking bad sign because it's like, she values her, her e- own ego over. She values the, her power over you. Yeah, exactly. So like you're, you're being, you're having that blackmail. Literally you're having this, this idea that. The relationship's more important than you're both both of you like like I said interdependence like you're both the sum of your parts make something bigger so someone that's like that isn't worth it it's like yeah okay call her bluff but yeah okay but that's a very early warning sign that these ultimatums like if you're getting those sort of ultimatums like just fucking don't date that don't, don't date that type of woman like basically yeah I um, mean it's, it's better to be in no relationship than a shitty relationship yeah, but by exactly. all means um, but yeah just but, but not having that fear that she'll leave will generally like ensure she has better behavior yeah as long as it's not like a crazy woman which i mean there's plenty of those out there but um yeah it's like not, when you know what a good relationship is and you know what you could get yeah then you then you can like just be like okay see you later like yeah there, there's a woman out there that is just as hot as you just as good looking um has the same values as me um there's plenty of women see you later right I'm just exactly gonna, like if 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 you know, why, why should you fear losing? Well, yeah, and when you learn game, you're much more likely to, or you're much less likely to have that fear because you're like, okay, well, I can get another one of you. Yeah. Like, like and you usually, like, I, I broke up with a girl like this. Like, it was like, she she wouldn't have sex with me one time. Like, she, yeah. like, she was, was one time, she's like, no, I'm tired tomorrow. And the next day I just broke up with her. Um, and I guess that, you know, it, it's maybe is that speaks to like, I'm not the best person, but at the same time, it's just like, you just got to have those boundaries. But yeah. in reality, like I, I, it's probably for the best. Cause I'm like, okay, well you need to find somebody, you need to find a man who doesn't care yeah. whenever you don't want to have sex. Like you need to find a guy with like a lower sex drive or whatever, who, who places less value on his own feelings in the world. You need to find yeah. like a more like self-sacrificing guy than me. Well, it seems extreme, but it's the right move because essentially you've just outlined the relationships, the func- dysfunction, haven't you? So it's like, nope, just cut it, done. Yeah. Not gonna, not gonna repair. You're good. Yeah. Like I've had it where no, girls, as no, soon as a girl no starts rationing sex to me as well, I'm nah, see you later. See you later. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. And I think when it, whenever, but whenever you have those strong boundaries to girls sense it and they either get in line, they get in line or they get the fuck off the train. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, being in Vietnam, right? Every now and then you'll get a girl that hints at wanting money. At least I have. Oh, yeah. I'll get it all the time. And I mean, I don't get it all the time. But as soon as it fucking happens, like, my fucking mood switches really fucking quick. Yeah. And she senses that if she fucking brings that shit up again, that's going to be the end of the fucking relationship. Or yeah. that, she, like, she senses, that really, she's yeah. sensing that she's already heading towards the end of the yeah, relationship. No, that, and she better fucking backpedal real fucking quick. On whatever the fuck she was doing and it doesn't have to be something she says explicitly right like if she is kind of like like one time like this chick was like oh i forgot my wallet i uh, and i paid for something she's like oh i'll pay you back later and then i think she did it twice in a row right yeah and that's I was, weird i haven't had it for a while like, and i, I know what you but, mean. but and i was like yo money like and she's like what i was like yeah the fucking money that like you said you're gonna give it like i was just like yeah this isn't gonna be this sort of relationship i know 
like there are other guys out there. I know, yeah. yeah, I know you're a young girl, and you've probably had this sort of yeah. relationship with other guys. That's I'm not that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, go find that other dude. Um, and they, like I said, they they get in line or they get the fuck off the train, real fucking quick. And you're gonna spare yourself so much drama and yeah. headache by doing this. Um, I mean, really, I mean, we could probably have a podcast just on boundaries and this this topic and. Uh, you know, screening girls out that aren't right for you. Yeah, getting the fuck out of relationships is, is a skill into its own, and you've got to be bold. Like, that's a big, bold move that if you do it, then it's actually like going to be like three or four months of self questioning and, oh, fuck, is she the right, you know, is it the right one? And you probably go back to her, you'll probably message her. But, like, yeah, but over the long term, long term, yeah, nah, it makes you stronger and it makes you realize, like, makes you a better person. Yeah. I mean, a, 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 a bad a relationship with a bad woman can destroy your life. Yeah. Um. It it wouldn't destroy my life because I'm a strong man, but might destroy your life. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it, if you leave if, it long enough. If you right? don't know who the fuck you are and if yeah. you don't know what the fuck you're doing, and well, you just waste time. That's the, you, that's the thing. Well, you, you waste, waste time. So time. Um. But then if you're like trying, if you, if you're constantly trying to fix this relationship and you're like dedicating so much energy to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it can, it can affect you psychologically and not only like you're wasting time in the relationship, but you're wasting time after the relationship trying to repair the fucked up psyche that you yeah. got from being in a dysfunctional exactly. relationship. So not only like what, you know, you're in a three year relationship that sucks, um, the next two and a half years, you're still trying to recuperate and get back on your fucking game to where yeah. you were at the start of that relationship. Yeah, you completely forget how easy it is just to go out and just approach like 10 women in one day and like, even even if one of them's 10% better than the girl you just broke up with, you're already winning and that's in one day you could do 10 approaches. Yeah. Like, the, you just forget, like you just forget, like I've been in that situation where I, like, I was in a relationship that was sucked and then I forgot like how easy it would be just to go out and just meet other women and it's, yeah, it's easy done. But. I, and like, I don't even know if this is Royce's original point, but I, I think the way, the direction we took it was so important like in terms of yeah. just having the boundaries. Not so much in terms of like being completely indifferent to her. Like he kind of states that like, you know, you don't have to care about her, just let her walk. Um, oh, I, I think, mean, just think how many trouble, like how much shit guys have gotten themselves into from not leaving a relationship they should leave. Oh dude, and like my I can my think dad, like three or four months, like, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, some of some of my best friends, like, ah, oh, yeah, it's sad. It just, it just. Well, I guess uh, yeah. That's the that's the gist of it, though. Like, and but again, it'll keep if you are like willing to walk, it'll keep her attitude much better if she's the sort of girl who is amenable to it. Yeah. If she's not, great. You have time to find a better chick. Um, and you know where your boundaries are as well. And you yeah. know where your boundaries are. You set yourself are. up for like next time. It's like, Wait. okay, no, you, 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 uh, there's the line. You went over it. Uh, sorry, but beca- I can't. It becomes easier with time. Yeah, too. exactly. Practice establishing those boundaries, and it might be difficult at first, but it becomes easier over time. Yeah. And especially like if you do learn game, you know you have that ability to go find other chicks, and you don't have that kind of scarcity mentality about it. Yep. Cool. Bang. Well, this was episode six of the eight weeks to chad podcast um we're getting ready to release the assertiveness Masterclass. be sure to check that out it's at eight weeks to chad.com um anything else we need to let them know no nah, no nah, look out for it it's gonna be awesome yeah it's gonna be the shit it's gonna take you from like if you are lacking boldness lacking assertiveness it will uh it will definitely kick you into high gear it'll teach you how to be a strong man that women love 
that women are drawn to. Also, if you are listening to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or anything like that, be sure to like, leave a comment. That really helps us with the algorithm. It helps us reach other guys so we can get them on board, teach them how to be the sort of guys that women love. And uh, yeah, this has been a long episode. Normally, we're going to try to keep these to about uh, 30 minutes. This one went about twice as long, but... Yeah, I hope this wasn't too long. If you guys uh, like it, let us know, and we'll catch you later. Peace.